It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh! I like that. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge. We're Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Uh, out of the, um, what would we call it? The uh, see, Damn, I was going to use a hockey analogy there. And then I well, couldn't. you used out the barn earlier. Well, I was going to say the penalty box. I couldn't get it out, man. Oh, out there of the you penalty go. Yeah, box. Right, yes, yeah. out of the penalty box for an hour. I'm back here. Players Lounge, Elliot Shore Parks. Great job. With the Brandon Graham Thank show, you. brother. It's good times. Uh, driving that. You even made Howard uncomfortable. I, didn't, I mean, that might have been the least, the least amount I heard of Howard Eskin <laughs> being on the Brandon Graham well, show look, Brandon in my had entire a, yeah, life. Brandon had a lot of interesting things to say. It was, I uh, did, which yeah. meant Howard didn't have much to say. Which well, is, which you is, know, <laughs> for better or worse, I guess. I'm still poking at the king. Elliot Shore Parks, you've heard him all day, doing a great job filling in today. And uh, my former teammate, Eagles Hall of Famer, Hugh Douglas in the building. Hi. What's up with you? What's going on, man? How you doing? Well, I know you and Joe Giglio got things uh, rolling <laughs> earlier today. Yes. Earlier today. And I, I was listening, and, and you guys, a lot of interesting topics and points being brought up on the show earlier today, on the midday show, pertaining to that game Sunday. Yes. Right? So, I, I don't know. I want to be talk less about the game Sunday because we're now two days removed, and quite frankly – I'm trying to move on. Yeah, yeah we, I'm trying to move on from yeah, that horrible you. game I Sunday. Yeah. I really yeah. am. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got a game coming up this Sunday. Against that, the Giants. That we thought would be meaning, uh, meaningless, but it, it's still meaningful. Maybe not as meaningful as it would have been had they won this past Sunday. Seems that the, uh, the team is going to be locked into that fifth spot if the Cowboys might be going win. to Atlanta or Tampa. You yeah, be going back to Atlanta. Be nice get some and warm chicken. For we you. get some chicken wings. Get so, some chicken wings. So, so I'll start off with this, Hugh, with the, with the question I'll throw out there: the state of this team, where they are, what are we looking at as far as the ceiling for this team? Are you asking me in the uh, postseason? Are you asking me, Hugh, the former Eagle, optimistic person, or are you asking Hugh, the radio host? I want Hugh, the radio host. Oh no, man, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that this team every. Everything that I've been saying for the last couple of weeks had basically has been validated by just listening to the guys talk and everything yeah. like that. It's been validated. When I said that there's something going on in this locker room, it validated everything that I thought it was. The fact that the, the big tweet, the big breaking news tweet that I see on my, my social media is that 
A.J. Brown is going to talk tomorrow. Like, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. He hadn't spoken in almost two weeks now. Yeah. So but it's not to a me, good sign that is a big deal. Well, it, it's, it's, to me, there's a lot going on on this team that has not been hashed out. Right? And, and we've been in situations like that. And we've, hell, to be honest, we've been, we've been adversaries at times, mm-hmm. but we've found a way to work it out because that's sure. what family members do. Yeah. They haven't figured it out yet. They ain't figured it out yet. See, see, here's the thing. I and Elliot and I were talking about this earlier. I, I don't. When you say adversaries, I don't know if there's an issue amongst players. Is, is it just is there a lack of confidence from the players to the coaches and what they're being given to play out there on the field? See, to me, there's a difference when because there's a difference when there's turmoil with the players because mm-hmm. players and coaches are separate. Yeah. There is a family amongst those players, and then there's the entire family when you include the uncles and the aunts. Like, yeah. one thing with the brothers and the cousins yeah, and this yeah, and the other, yeah. but then you get to the uncles and the aunts, that's different. That's a great analogy, by the way. Uh, I, 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 it yeah, took yeah. me a little while to get to that one. <laughs> so, so I'm wondering, do you think it's more of that, or do you think it's more I, of a are, we, are, we, are they not buying in to the I coaching think, anymore? To, to, to use your analogy, I think it's a mommy and daddy issue. It all depends on who you think mommy and daddy is. We know who daddy is. Nick well, we're talking about coaches. Yeah. yeah. Mommy and daddy makes people feel a little different. <laughs> okay. We don't need to go down that road. Yeah, I don't but know you you to call mommy. Well, I just but, said, but you know what I mean? What but you know, but you know, between the, you're your right. peers and then the people that are your I think there's you. a little bit of that. I think there's a little bit of, like, maybe not liking the, the, the path that the team is going. And sure. I also feel like – there's some things, there's some undertones about some people not liking the individualism of certain individuals on the team, but they're not, they're not voicing that. Okay. You, you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, yeah. You, you, I'm not trying to talk over anybody's head, but I no. feel like, like, to be honest, I feel like A.J. Brown, to me, is taking a lot of heat that's unnecessary because he has been given carte blanche for the most part, and now when things aren't going the way that, that – it was going, say, like last year. Mm-hmm. He's, 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 he's taking the brunt of the heat now. Well, I, I think to Hugh's from point. From teammates from, or from, fans? From, or? from fans. I, think, I, I don't know if it's from teammates. I think that there's some rumblings amongst teammates where they might not like that. Maybe. I don't know. I'm speculating. All of this is speculation. Okay. All of this is not based off of anything that I've heard anybody say. Okay. This is me speculating. Because I hear a lot of people, like the last couple of weeks, and I don't know if you've heard the same thing, but people I've seen on my social media posts and stuff, people feel like AJ's a cancer because of some stuff that happened earlier in the year, and they want to point to him as the issue. But that's, that's outside, though. Yes. I, I don't feel team, his teammates feel that way. I, I feel like that like might His teammates be, are coming out and – Supporting him vocally, I feel like coach. I feel like I feel like there might be some that might feel some kind of way, but they're not expressing that feeling. Sure, you, you I, see I what know I'm what you're saying. Yeah, because you're I, saying privately they may not like the way he's going about doing things, but they're not saying anything. Thank about you, it. And, yeah. and not saying that that's a negative because you know we've had teammates where we might not like the way that they move, but they're still family. Well, 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 well here's the thing though. I it is sort of a negative if everybody's not pulling in the same direction. And there's guys that may be viewing someone's actions as sort of selfish or individualistic, then that could cause resentment or anything else behind the scenes. I totally get where you're coming well, from. Uh, well, I gonna, I'm curious from both of you guys' perspective on this, because one thing Brandon said and we've heard players say is if you go through adversity, it can make you stronger, right? Mm-hmm. Like the adversity you're talking about, Hugh, when you guys were in the locker room, when you were a player, 
I don't know if you anything specifically like this, but do you feel that times where maybe you had to air it out or you did go through tough you, times? You have do you to. actually feel like you were better for that, yeah, though? But, but see, th this is the thing. Do you when know we, what I mean, though, in terms of it helping the team? Yeah, I, I, this is the thing. Sometimes, and I honestly feel this because, like I said, we've had, me and Ike, when we played, we've had some tough conversations at times. Hell, we've had tough conversations as friends now. When you call somebody family, I don't, I don't use that word lightly. And, I, and I, Ike doesn't use it lightly either. Sure, yeah. So when you say family, sometimes he might say something to me that I might not want to hear in that moment, but I have to take what he's saying and, and, and figure it out. It might not, I might not figure it out right then and there at that moment, but I need to figure it out. So, for instance, say if there is, if A.J. is being considered a malcontent. As my teammate, and if we're supposed to be rowing in the same direction, I should be able to say that without it being any, any ramification, real ramification. Sure. You know what I mean? It, mm -hmm. Now, it might be some ramifications where me and him might have some words initially, but at the end of the day, if, that's, if, if I really care for him and I'm in, if I'm pulling in the same direction that he's trying to pull, I have to be able to take that and try to see it from his perspective. So that's what I'm talking about when I say that. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think, I think everybody handles constructive criticism differently. So even coming from a teammate or what have you, how you present it, to a teammate does matter, yeah. and the person that you're dealing with does matter. So how you bring it to that person, it, 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 it matters. And I'm not even saying I believe that that's a situation, and I'm happy. I think Elliot brought up earlier that A.J. is supposed to speak tomorrow. Yeah, he tweeted he's going to speak tomorrow. I think that clears up a lot of things. So that, that stops people from having to wondering what he's where, to where, say. Where, where, and where he stands with everything. He can actually say it himself. Well, what I think, too, is like, we think about this team as if they're the same group as last year. Mm -hmm. The adversity you guys are talking about, you've known Ike for what, 30 years at this point? 20, damn, 30 damn, years? Damn, 25, 30 years. 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 25 to 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, ain't, yeah. I ain't even look at it like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, some of these people have only 1998. Known, yeah. 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 So, so at this point, you guys, in when you were players, you had the experience together where you, you could have, you had a foundation to have those tough conversations with. If you look at this team, AJ's only been here a year and a half. Like, Sirianni hasn't gone through a ton as a head coach. Jalen's new as a quarterback. And then all the rookies that are playing. I think to your point about having tough conversations, what might make them tougher is this group doesn't have a lot of reps together. But, but and, see, and foundation to have those talks. But, but see, to your point, we were, we, were that, we were in that situation early on in our careers as well. Like, we had those moments. Oh, yeah, we lost but, games. Yeah, but, 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 and I think you remember this. Remember when uh, we were in Arizona? And, and we were playing in the, the Cardinals. Well, obviously, we were playing the Cardinals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and 31 caught an interception, and, and uh, he got jacked up. And remember, we got Vaguely, on the plane. yeah. Yeah, he got on the plane. Busting we got, his chops, yeah. Yeah, and five was busting his chops, and how ugly that could have potentially sure, gotten. Sure, sure. We had to get that – was, that was something that we had to move past. And that was a team that wasn't really that, that galvanized. Mm -hmm. But you knew at that moment – that if we're trying to – and that was early in the season. Mm -hmm. But you knew in that moment, and teammates knew in that moment, that that is something that could potentially derail the ultimate goal. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. You know, this team from day one, from the beginning of this year, has talked about keeping the main thing the main thing. Okay, and everybody that we've talked to in training camp and all this other stuff said that they were, they were in lockstep with that. Okay, if, okay, so now put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? So, so if you've been saying it – I should be able to talk to you and say, hey, bro, not using anybody as an example, but, hey, I don't feel like you're pulling in the same direction that we're pulling in because you're doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. I might not want to hear that, but if the, if the main thing is really the main thing, mm -hmm. 
I should be able to take that and be able to deal with that however I deal with it and be able to get back on track because the main thing is supposed to be the main thing. You got any more main things to throw That's in? That's it. That's, yeah, it. Good. That's yeah. it. I feel like we got uh, the Jalen Hurts up here. <laughs> but, but, you know, but you know what I'm talking about no, but because you're, you're ultimately, right. ultimately the goal is you want to get that nasty taste out of your mouth that you felt Balls. last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think every time we say that, I got to say balls. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah run but, the ball I mean, down your throat. Right, yeah, yeah. I heard a lot yeah, of that over you. the last couple of days. Too. Yeah. yeah that's, that's I, I do smart. think this team is going through their first real adversity as a group. Yeah. And you're seeing, that you're seeing the result of that. You're seeing that, you know, there's going to be growing pains and learning experiences from it. But if they can get out of it, like if they can go to New York and play a great game, if they can win that first playoff game, you can't tell me that they won't feel like a stronger locker room or a more excited group to have gone through it and feel like you're out on the other side. I, I agree. I agree. I, I think there's a team, and, and we've listened to this man who's joining us right now, the star. Stand-up guy, by the way. The star of the uh, Players' Lounge. Eagles left tackle, Jordan Mylott in the building. Lounge? Yeah, this is the Players' Lounge. I this was Hughes Hot Seat. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I like that. Hughes it, Hot Seat. we're all former today, players. Yeah. No, no, listen. Today, because listen, Jordan, we've been there. And we're gonna we're gonna do our damnness. Here we go. To, because you, I think you've been, you've been in the hot seat all day. Because I heard I listened to the interview you did. Well, you did a great job, by the way. Did a really great job. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, here's the thing I always say: there's no there's no sense of grilling players about teammates in this. Obviously, because you're not. He, this guy, he's a good teammate. He's not about to be throwing and, and, guys under the bus. And we're not gonna ask you questions stuff. that right. we wouldn't yes. we wouldn't no, want to answer ourselves. Exactly. We're so we're not do that. I, I'd rather focus on. I, I, I will ask you this though, Jordan. There's a lot of talk about team chemistry and camaraderie mm. and on the outside there's a lot of concern that there is a fraction in the locker room who better to ask than someone who's in the locker room when, when you hear that what's your thoughts when you hear us on the outside like oh man it's got to be issues in the locker room these guys aren't aren't on the same page they're not pulling for one another when you hear that type of stuff what's your thoughts i think it's baloney um i think it's baloney <laughs> uh but at the same time you know, when we say we double down, double down on our core values, connecting is one of them, which is why, you know, what I said earlier was, was something we felt like, as you thought it was something you know, that we needed to double down on, mm-hmm. even though we're, we're still a close unit. Yeah, and like I, everyone, like all position groups, they still all, we all still, you know, connect. I, I mean, I, I, I totally believe you. Connectivity is one of the core values. No, I, I, mean, I don't know values. where it fits in the top five, but I, I know think, it's I one. Think, well, no, I, 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 number one. I've seen the list. I don't it's know where. One. It's is number it one. number, it's one? number one. Okay. It's number one. I know accountability is three because Nick was like, that's not the third most important yeah, it's thing. Not, it's not based Nick, on Nick that. There's no ranking. There's no ranking, but connects the first one. not even alphabetical order. Y'all going to let me ask a question? Yeah. Well, it's hot seat. Go ahead, Hughes. Hot seat. Welcome back. No, I mean, I'm not. I'm just saying, man, because, you know, I'm riding in the car listening to the show, and I'm with my son, and I'm trying to remember all these questions that I wanted to ask. But the one, like, you guys have been working every week, and you're close. And and you've been, like I said, you're even killed throughout all of this. But how frustrating does it get for you knowing that during the week, you're doing everything right to try to get to that point, and then on the weekend, something always happens that derails a drive or something like that. Does it, does, is this starting to get a little bit frustrating for you? I mean, it would be lying if I said it didn't, but mm-hmm. it's, it's something that we can all control. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can control when to let go of a hold. You know, then I, I screw up that drive, mm-hmm. and that's to ice the game out. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to run down the clock, and we run a play, and I give up a penalty, and now we're first and 20. 
yeah, we should have plays. But you look at a normal NFL playbook, is there a first and 20 play in there? No, I, I haven't seen one. Is not there a first and 20 run? Is there a first and twenty run? It's called first yeah, and 20 yeah, probably impossible. It's called yeah. call a play and hope for the best. Exactly. Go for the sticks. That's a, right. that's a stick play. Next thing you know, we're third and 20. Yeah. Or third and yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. You know, all off the back of something that you can control. So, like, yeah, it gets frustrating, especially because, you know, it's in your control. It's in your wheelhouse that you can go out there and execute and that you can go out there and not do – not give away – said every week silly penalties mm -hmm. and that's that's to me that was that's one of those plays and it's always difficult for offensive linemen because holding calls can be subjective at times so let him go yeah so let him go and when you get that guy to the perimeter there is that what you're thinking hold on just a little bit you, you, i'm obviously you're trying to give deandre the ability to get around that yeah. corner yeah i really should have uh hit that more square so he has okay. a two-way go so if he is hitting it up inside he can hit it inside and you know, if it's not there, then he could bounce it outside. But I, I turned my shoulders right away, um, and I was forcing my guy outside. He bounced it outside. <laughs> I didn't, honestly, I didn't really know he was bouncing outside because it's, it's – Sure, know, of course. Until um, I saw my guy reaching, and I was like, golly. He's <laughs> bouncing it outside, and I'm, I'm, I'm out of frame. And, yeah, I, look, I, I thought the back judge was going to call it. I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm like, oh, I got away with murder. Right. The side judge got me. I was oh, like, ah, there's always someone watching. Always someone watching. I'm curious from an offensive perspective, you guys, in terms of the drives you had, did have a pretty good touchdown to possession ratio. You just didn't really have the ball a ton. Yeah. As an offense, what's hard about, you know, when you're on the sideline for, I mean, like in real time, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, if not more between each drive, with how long they were kind of controlling the ball, how hard does that make it to get into a flow on offense? Yeah, we'll say, yeah, it was the first game this year where the rhythm just was off. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it was, you know, when it, it made it that much more important. Uh, uh, that much more important and a lot more pressure to execute when you did have the ball. And then we go, we have two drives and we go three and out. Mm. Or was it two or three? Uh, you're the numbers the, guy. Yeah, I am the numbers guy. In the, in, the, in, the sec, <laughs> in the second half, I think you only really had two real possessions. If you even count the last one that was, you know, 30 seconds or whatever. Yeah, I mean. It's again. a tough game Sunday because, like I said, 20 minutes with the football, nine in the first half, 11 in the second half, and you're still able to put up offensively 24 points, seven more with Sydney's uh, pick six return. So you still got 31 points on the board. And I'm wondering, from an offensive uh, mindset, like how do you feel – sort of coming out of that game? Do you, you, you focus everything on that last drive? Because that's really the one drive yeah. that us on the outside are even talking about as it pertains to the offense is that the second to last drive where the penalty happened and mm. it went the first and 20 and that. Is that something that you – that hangs over yeah. your head more than all the other positive things you guys did yeah. with the limited possessions that you had? Yeah, you always think about – I mean, you guys know – Maybe not you, Eli. Sorry. <clears throat> but, you know, like, you only remember the bad plays. But you, you can remember, you can play 100 snaps, and if you have, like, three or four bad plays, you, you know what numbers Every are. Every last one of them. You yeah. know which, when, when they're going to pop up. Yeah. And those are the things you really hang on to, um, especially when you, after a game and after a loss like that. You kind of just sit there and, like, ah, oh, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Because that's all you can do after a game like that. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have done this better too late by then yeah and yeah that's what yeah that's what i was doing thinking about all the plays that i messed up i should have hit 
you know, I should have reacted faster. Um, I should have executed better. And I know every, everyone in that locker, real somber. It was a real somber moment again. Just, just real, just being real. You know, just everybody thinking about all the plays we left out there. I would imagine it was kind of quiet in, in the locker room after one of those. Because mm. I, I know <laughs> I was at a loss for words. You're like, man, how do we go from we're looking like, okay, this is going to be the second straight win to hold on. We just lost this game? Like, how to do we lose this Cardinals? game? Yeah, like we just lost. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. To the Arizona Cardinals? Damn it, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. I love you. Still love you, bro. I'm just like, you sure about that? I love you with all my heart. (laughs) Love you to death. But I was like, huh? I was kind of looking at the score like, huh? But then, you know, I get it because it it, it was frustrating. But, like, with everything that's been said about this this season and everything, everything is still in front of you for the most part. You you just got to get it done this week, man. So, So, with that being said, you got to shake that thing off your back like the water off a duck's back and get ready get, get ready for the last one. You like that? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> See, <that's, laughs> what, what am I supposed to say to that? That's, yeah. Yeah. that's, what, that's what Grandpa Pop Pop, that's what Pop, that's the yeah. Pop Pop. Pop, 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 yeah, Pop, 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 Pop. Use that duck cord in the locker room tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you just got to shake the water off the yeah, duck's exactly. back. Say that, that to the, the, hell don't don't say, say the, that to the media tomorrow when you get interviewed. I want to hear you drop that one. We'll be back with more Eagles left tackle Jordan Mylotta in the Players' Lounge. Elliot Shore Parks and my man Hugh Douglas with all the tough questions right here on 94 WIP. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Players' Lounge, the Chickies and Pete's Players' Lounge. We're at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly, home of the official sports bar of your Philadelphia Eagles. I'm Mike Reese, Elliot Shore Parks, Hugh Douglas in the Players' Lounge with the number one player in the Players' Lounge, Eagles left tackle Jordan Mailata in the building. And big man, I got to admit, I don't know how the hell we got to this point. Thanksgiving weekend, we're sitting at 10-1, and 1, looking good, coming off a big victory versus the uh, Buffalo Bills. Great, great, great overtime win there. I mean, Jalen's 
Jalen becomes the um, the MVP front runner at that and time. The Bills have turned into one of the better teams in the league. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, since that game. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if they lost the game since that game, yeah. but losers uh, lost four out of the last five, and I'm wondering, is is what's the the confidence level? You feel does does everybody you feel like the team still feels strong and confident about where you guys set your goals and reaching those things? Yeah, I think I think it's still high. Um, I think you know again we need to something that we need to address as a team. We got to realign again, recommit, re-identify our goals. You know, because right now if you look, but just based off the last five games, yeah. Do we, tough. Do we yeah. if we base if we base getting off into you know going into the playoffs off the last five games? Do we deserve to be there? No, you don't feel good right now. But but I'll, I'll say this: you guys put the work in through the first eleven 100%. games of the season. And, and, uh, to it win sounds crazy games. to say this at yeah. eleven and five. Yeah, but that's just the again we hold ourselves to a high standard, and it's again it's something that what what I just said earlier we have to again have these conversations of. Where do we want to go? How do we how do we want to get there? How do we do it? Yeah, um, it's never too late to have those conversations. These are conversations that we need to have. Oh yeah, are they healthy? Yep. So, of all the teams I've I've covered in my time, I feel like this is the team where there's been the most talk about if you guys are having fun. Like I feel like it's constant breaking down of the sideline videos and Sirianni and Jalen and all those things. And even talking to you, just right there, you know, you say, well, if it was the last five games, we wouldn't be a playoff team. But we've, we've earned it, obviously, with the 11 wins. I'm curious for you personally, maybe how you feel the locker room balances being critical of yourself while also not allowing yourselves to focus too much on the negative because, this is honest, there is still a lot of positive there with the team overall. How do you guys think you've done in balancing that we're being critical but also not letting your heads get too low? We're professionals. So if you don't know how to do that, by the time you, you know, I mean, bar rookies. Right. Yeah. You know, but I've been very grateful to be a part of this organization for six years. And in my time, I've learned how to balance both, how to be critical, because there are times where I was too down on myself. And then there, there are times when I haven't been down on myself enough. What do you so have you, to learn in terms of being better at that? Well, I had to learn what the standard was. Mm-hmm. And I was grateful to have a, a locker room full of guys who had held that standard every day. I was grateful to have the O-line room that I have. I'm grateful to still be playing with one of the greatest centers of all time. I was mentored by two of the greatest tackles of all time. One of them I'm still playing with. Mm-hmm. The other, he's still playing. Still playing yeah. somehow. Yeah, somehow he is he's still playing. Guard playing. Now. Somehow he's still playing. Yeah, 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 20 yeah. seasons, yeah. something like that. Oh, yeah, J.P. Crazy. Imagine I played against J.P. No, that's crazy. Yeah, it, it, you have to you have to either learn on the job or the job's going to just toss you out. Hmm. And I think the culture that we've set allows us to be critical of ourselves and not be too harsh where we then let external noise come in and divide us. Well, one of the things, Jordan, that, that has been talked about, um, obviously of late, is, is AJ's disposition on the team and whether or not he's happy or unhappy, he's not speaking to the media. I think he announced earlier today that he's going to speak tomorrow Woo. to the media, so he'll get a chance to speak instead of having you guys speak for him. But you said something Apparently earlier. television. You, you said something <laughs> earlier uh, on the show with yeah. Elliot and I that was news to us, and I, I thought it was something that was worthy of sharing because there is this perception that 
he may be detached and frustrated. Yeah. So talk a little bit about you, – you talked about A.J. sort of organizing a little bit of a team sort of gathering or camaraderie uh, with, with an escape room. I mean, this might be the first time we have Telemundo inside the locker room at the Novocaine <laughs> Complex. This is breaking news. A.J. Brown speaking to the media right now, tomorrow. So, you yeah. know. Make sure to follow my Twitter <laughs> for all the uh, – yeah. oh, yeah, all, all the yeah, yeah, exactly. word. Yeah. Man, hang on sure, it'll word. be captivating stuff. Yeah. I don't like talking about in-house stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't like how, you know, media is portraying him right now. So I thought I'd, I'd throw that out there. Um. He's a great teammate. He's a great leader. He wants to lead by example, and he's one hell of a player. And, he, and what I learned about playing with the greats mm-hmm. is that the greats, the greats are very passionate. They're very passionate about this game. They want to win. They, they also want to win in style. Yeah. You know, and I have so much respect for AJ because that's what he brings to the table. He raises the standard. He tries to compete and challenge everyone in that room. So, and you view that as something that's a positive. That's a good yeah, thing. But that's what I see every day. Sure, you guys yeah. don't see it. The exactly. cameras aren't in there every day. It's hard for fans to see. And then when the when the when the cameras are on us, I swear they probably have the whole game just waiting for a moment on there the sideline. Oh, no there it is. Get, get the camera. Get get. Did you get that? Did you get that? That's true. It, it's true. You know, and it's just like a minute of the whole week that we spent together. Mm-hmm. We're Again, we're grown men. We're professionals. I think it's, I think it's a pretty easy thing to say, for me to say. We're allowed to have these blow-ups. Yeah. We're a damn team. If you, and, if and you get you, uncomfortable. And you and I understand that. We know yeah, that. We definitely understand. If, you can't understand that. if you can't you know, talk to your teammate, I mean, if you take it personal, you start throwing out insults, that's where you cross the line. Yeah. Right. right. But if you're just trying to hold somebody accountable, that's a different story. Yeah, and I understand that. And, and, and you know, for me, I, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I don't mind, and this is my personal feeling, I don't mind him not saying anything, especially if whatever he says could potentially derail the, the, whatever you're trying to do. And, and I have never seen or been around or heard of a receiver that has played this game at a high level that, number one, want, didn't want the football – and number two, didn't feel like every time they touched the football, the team had a chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the kind – like, when you talk about the DNA and the makeup of a receiver, that's kind of what you want. Oh, it is. But, but it, it, yeah, yeah, I was – And know, it's I was what the great And here's the thing, I – the thing that you have to do is learn how to cultivate that and channel that energy. Yeah. You know, because you don't think that Tyreek Hill is the same way? Yeah, Tyree exactly. Hill's the exact same way. You got to feed the beast. You got to figure out ways to feed the beast, man. Because yeah. and, and 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 I know what everybody's doing. They're going back to that. What was it in week three or four when it when it was like give me the damn ball or whatever it was said. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. people people want to go back to that and say, well, that's where it started. No, nah, bro. I, I I want my receiver. I don't want if you don't if you're not that kind of receiver then what the hell am I doing with you? Like, that's the kind of guy you want. You want a guy that feels like every time the ball is thrown up, he's gonna make a that he's going to make the play. Mm-hmm. And that's who A.J. Brown is, bottom line. But I, I'll, I'll say this to that. I don't think people, or I know at least I don't have a problem with A.J. wanting the ball or wanting to contribute to team success and feeling like he can do something to help the team win. Uh, one of the things that we were discussing earlier about A.J. is the idea of, okay, the team from the outside or the team is being questioned 
about a lot of in-house turmoil and divisiveness and things of that nature that may be surrounding him or may be coming from him because his lack of talking to the media. Yeah. I think one of the things you can do as a player to defuse that is speak to the media. And if there isn't an issue there, then you can you can clearly state that and then media will hold on, media will move on from that. But the longer you don't say anything, it leaves for people to be out there speculating. I, I was I was just pointing. I wasn't gonna say nothing. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, people on the radio get him, get him. Wait a minute. You, when you I was pointing. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't. But I know you well enough to know that when you when you cooking like that, I wasn't gonna I, jump I, in. I, all I was saying I was, was just, that I think uh, if you speak, this, this is the equivalent of me raising my hand. I'm gonna let you speak. Because you want to speak. I'm, uh, eventually. So, and I was just acknowledging you by saying, just hold on. Let me finish talking. All right. See, these are the conversations hey, you have to have as teammates. That's because you uh, he, he wants you know. to dispute no, what I'm saying, but he don't know how to no, dispute I wasn't, what I'm saying. I wasn't going to yes. dispute. Okay. Well, you made me forget what I was about to say because you're being divisive right I'm now. I'm not being divisive. It's probably something negative. High chance was probably something negative. AJ a, Reese over there. I actually think it's a good thing that <laughs> AJ's I mean? talking tomorrow. No, like, I think it's a great thing. Instead of you saying it's good, don't talk. Well, I'm saying, no, That's that's been going on long enough. See, now, now you talk. Now it's my turn to talk. I agree. Just let me finish, and I'm going to let you talk. I'm saying all I'm saying is he's gone through that already. It's been yeah. almost two weeks. So to quiet that noise, the sooner he talks makes the noise go away. The longer he continues not to talk, it means everybody's going to continue to speculate. It means his teammate, like Jordan, will have to sit here and defend him. Nick Sirianni will have to get to the podium and tell us how much of a great teammate A.J. is and everything else because everybody's going to continue to ask that question so when he talks he can answer all those things himself and then we'll move on as a media i'll facetime you here you can i'll talk on your and then, i'll talk on the jordan you know, and, show. And, and then like <laughs> i'll just face the camera so you can ask no, him the questions I, go ahead go ahead big dog but, but here's the thing with that i i feel like sometimes most receivers are very very passionate like and they sometimes they say things that you can't walk back and that's why for 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 aj Maybe these next, last couple of weeks, it was probably a good thing because he potentially could have said something that we as media members could have taken that and, and you know, he wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to walk that thing back. So I don't mind him not saying anything. I think it was probably better for him to kind of, you know, think about what he wanted to say before he actually said it. So that's why I didn't have a problem with it. Mm. I think the problem happened when all of a sudden. Well, it was two weeks in a row. Well, but before, even before that. When there was speculation, you know, this, I think this all stemmed from the, the, the locker room leak because that's when it started to get yeah, – it, yeah. it, it started – I think swear. it stemmed from the locker room leak okay, and so, people speculating. Yeah. So – Why not say nothing? Well, no, say exactly. I'm just saying. So when people blame the media, this stuff came the out of the media. locker room. The mm. media. Somebody went to the media with this. Yeah. Mm. Do you do you, uh, Jordan? Uh, like like don't don't blame the media for reporting on the news that's going on. And well, when you know you know you media guys are rabble rousers. <laughs> yeah, like, like, <laughs> just be starting stuff. So uh, all I'm saying is is that I I can even buy that. You see, he didn't dispute that in the heat of the moment because that. I don't need to dispute everything. You made your point. I don't have to dispute it. And you you're fine. I'm just saying he in the heat of the moment 
chose not to speak, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the second week, going into the third week, now people are going to think yeah, there's a you. huge problem there yeah, I got unless you diffuse the situation. And it doesn't help that you're not winning. It doesn't help. But that's the other thing. Yeah, if you're not yeah. winning, what do you think is going yeah, to happen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, so we're yeah. playing the New York Giants this week. For those <laughs> yeah, of you who are yeah, yeah. joining you us on the road. Playing the New York Giants on the road. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, he makes it bad. Midlife. You got to realize the team, the team, I, I tell you what, Jordan, the funny thing is you got more fans concerned that this could be a bigger issue than what it is. They want to be told that it's no issue by AJ. Yeah. We live through Terrell Owens and losing arguably one of the top three wide receivers to ever play the game. So that's how we view AJ Brown as a great talent that we want to be an Eagle forever. And if he's unhappy, Fans get nervous and concerned that there could be an issue there. I totally understand. That he may not be there. Yeah, I'm not a GM, but I understand. Yeah. Really and and, and believe me, nobody wants him to go anywhere. And sit up in the locker I mean, in the yeah. parking lot or I, in the I, I do think a, AJ aside, like not to focus too much on it, like AJ aside, yeah. there is a perception that this team is mad at each other. Like fair or not, there is. And so I think like when, Jordan, you talk about the escape room or how the sideline really is, Fans are not hearing as much of that. And so when AJ doesn't talk, it helps to fester the idea that, oh, there really is, is big issues going on in, in my I, That's why I, I said I what you said was great. I can't speak for AJ and his, and his uh, what's, his, what's it called? This disposition. Disposition that he's taking. Right. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. Right. No, well, that's, that's, what that's why I want to ask you, like, what, what, what is like, the perception of what, the locker room versus – okay. Because I know that could, that could run a little bit yeah, long. Yeah, we got yeah, a few yeah. bills to pay. We'll, we'll take a quick break. We'll come yeah. back up. We got one more segment. We got one more segment. Hugh always trying to find something to argue about. What are you about, talking about? Man. I wasn't arguing. You know, this is normally I, me that does I know it. on the midday show, you like to yell at all your callers and everything, and you, you fights all day. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily make a point to argue with you. I just sometimes make a point. There you Wait, go. let me finish. Let me finish. Go ahead. I ain't got nothing to say. I just wanted to say it because you said it. Hugh Douglas, Elliot Shore Parks, and the star of the Players' Lounge, Eagles no left tackle. Jordan Marlotta here. We'll come back, wrap Just this thing up. Just a fellow still. Right here on 94 WIP. Explosion? Okay, Dr. Dre. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. <laughs> Y'all don't even know what I was getting ready to say. Yeah, at first I was like, what is explosion? Hey, well, no, Explosive. At, at, whoa. After, after I said I was getting ready to say 1993. Mm. <laughs> Good memories, huh? Yes. Good memories in the 90s, Jordan. <laughs> you were probably born in 93, 94. I was born in 97. Damn. 97? Yeah. Still yeah, swimming. Old. Still swimming in 93. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, kids. Yeah, we old, dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, that man. was what, my second, third year in the league? Yeah. I was on my way. I was that getting was ready to get. Year, uh, college. Yeah, I was, I was getting I was ready to like get s- cut from the Jets about that time. <laughs> I was getting ready to get shipped down to Philly. I was six at that point. Oh, thanks, Elliot. Yeah, yeah, no that you well, Jordan wasn't even born, so I think at that point we <laughs> We realized that, yeah, yeah, that we were old. Well, well, I existed, not just. Uh, yeah, 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 so exactly. you said he was, was still twinkling. Anyways, he's a twinkle in his daddy's eye. <laughs> grown, <laughs> grown quite a bit since. Yes. Okay, let's keep moving. Because <laughs> you know this was about to go down the yeah, wrong. It's a landslide. Oh, so okay. So moving on from um, what we were just talking about with, with with AJ and all that stuff, let's look at moving forward, Jordan. You guys played a Giants Sunday. You were in a position where you could be the number two seed uh, had you guys won this past Sunday and then taking care of business this upcoming Sunday. Uh, now you don't control your destiny, right? So you almost need, you need the Cowboys to lose and win, you guys to win, to win the division and host a playoff game. Uh, give me some thoughts on playing the Giants for the second time in three weeks. What do you, what do you expect this time around? 
Well, we don't have to do much studying. We just played them two weeks ago, so that's a positive. Um, the, the negative is that we have to play at MetLife, the worst stadium in the world. Um, Very true. We all agree with that, yeah. So, you know, I mean, again, moving forward, there's someone that we, we're familiar with. Um, so this is going to be a good battle. It's all, I swear the division games are always the most physical. Uh, so there we have that to look forward to. Um, for this week, I think I th- if only Nick probably going to simplify a lot of things mm-hmm. and just stick to our bread and butter. What, what got us to the Super Bowl last year and yeah, that sort of thing. I, I tell you, you guys played them two weeks ago, and Wink Martindale has this um, oh, reputation, right? Beast, yeah. They bring it. All the zero oh, blitzes, my. the exotic looks, all, all of those things. But I, I look at that first game against the Giants, and it was the third most yardage you guys had, had all year, close to 500 total yards, uh, 33 points scored even with the turnover in that game. And the uh, kickoff return team also turned the ball over. You guys still were able to put up 33 points. I say all this to say the Giants will bring all that stuff defensively, but it seems like we have somewhat of an idea of how we want to handle it. And it was not only through the passing game, but the running game as well. DeAndre Swift had a pretty good game that game. Yeah, and I'm sure Wink's going to do a lot of things to to mix it up and dress up the pig. Yeah. So I think we we have to do a – a good job this week of again identifying the pressures and getting to uh, you know either some checks or just keep playing, mm-hmm. you know, do what we did last time. Yeah, execute that game plan or, or you know come up with a better one that uh, that we don't get our QB hit. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Well, but. so one one criticism of the offense recently mm. has been amongst many it feels but one criticism is the blitz pickup right right. and so i'm curious i know you're not involved in all levels of that in terms of the court like the passing aspect of it hot routes yeah exactly right but could you just speak to like how much time you guys put in to blitz pickup and just what what goes into that during a week of planning for a blitz so the coaches do a great job of again pulling up we sit in there for about Two hours, an hour each day. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll go through every single blitz that they run through the year, highest percentage lost. And then we talk about you know, what protections we're going to institute versus different looks. Uh, where, or if you know, the QB wants to be hot on one side, which I think is, you know, isn't that standard football? Like, yeah. is that yeah. not what teams no, do? No, is, yeah. Yeah. You know? Exactly, yeah. yeah so... It seems pretty. Yeah, I've, it's this is every day for me. So like this right. is like a normal day. So I don't know what. You know, what you that one sack that. in that game. All Get that all that blitz in the Giants. That sound, that sound about right. Yeah, I think it was just one. Because hmm. Jalen hadn't been sacked much the the last few weeks, if, if at all. He had the one down right. by the down thought, by the line. The by, line by the goal line. Thought the only line was bad this year though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm sorry. It's only, I'm no, listen, you're right. It's, it's only bad when it's convenient right. <laughs> for somebody to try to make a point. But, but <laughs> no, I would never do that. <laughs> but, but, but uh, we, we, we have talked about that, though, that Jalen isn't necessarily being hit um, as much as people think that he, that, that he would be getting hit back right. there in the pocket. And when you're playing a team that blitzes as much as the Giants oh, do, goodness. you know, but I, like I said, I thought you guys handled it pretty good that first time around. I mean, you would know better because you break down the film. I thought, we, yeah, I thought we handled it well. Yeah. Um, it's tough when they're bringing 
seven guys. Extra guys, right? yeah. And, and that's what he likes to do. Wink so, Martin, they'll bring one more than you can block. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Wink's a, a magician that, you know, again, dressing the defense to make everything look vanilla. And then mm -hmm. he likes to bring uh, the. You look, the, and there's like three guys in one, one gap. I would imagine the hardest thing for you, a hard thing for oh, you, is. Saved it. <laughs> the hard thing for you. Did you I, I saw it at that last game, though. We were talking about well, that. The one like, with Dexter Lawrence at like, like linebacker. I've never seen the defense where I see three guys yeah. like stacked behind each other. Like that. Yeah. I, said, I think I said that when I was here the last time. When I saw Dexter at linebacker, I was like, like what you doing with your <laughs> What is he doing back yeah. there? What? And then they like to bring the whole slot corners and, and all of that stuff. Dude, you see, edge. if you put this is the best part. You put Dexter at you know, he's a lethal player. Yeah. You put him at linebacker, <laughs> he's got five yards to run off the ball. Yeah. Oh, good luck. Yeah. Good luck stopping that. You, you have to cut block him right, if you get to running stuff. Wink is smart enough not to put him in coverage, though. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. He, he might surprise us this game. Yeah, really? <laughs> he okay. Might, he okay. might surprise I, us this I, I game. I kind of like that. If, if I could, listen, if we can get Dexter Confused Lawrence out in the, the open defense, field. Yeah. Yeah. I, I the people okay want to see it, Wink. The people want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Match up. They, so they want to see him cover AJ. You should do it, Wink. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. So I would imagine you guys. have a lot to say after that, I'm sure. <laughs> So I, I would imagine this, this is one of those games, and I guess Coach Sirianni was asked about this this morning on the morning show, but how he chooses to play the guys this week will be interesting, whether or not you play a full game. I know as a lineman, you're like, I'm probably out there the entire game, but what do you think? you think this is one of those games where you try to manage personnel? Well, I think – I mean, Especially, or you scoreboard watching yeah. during the game. Well, I think it matters what Dallas does, number one. I think people are underestimating the chances Dallas could lose at Washington. They it's did a last division year. game. Yes. They struggle in Washington. So the two seed is still there. But, and curious for Jordan's perspective on, perspective on this as well, I do think it would be good for you guys to get four, court, four good quarters in going into the playoffs to, to get some momentum going. Yeah. I think that's what Nick's talked about. Is there something, obviously the final score matters a lot in this game, so I know that's number one. But for you heading into the playoffs, is there something you feel this week, if you guys could you know, really get that going, it would be really productive heading into the postseason? I think finishing drives. Mm -hmm. you know, finishing drives is, is you know, a goal that is, is really realistic. You know? And you look back at the, uh, the last couple of games, it's something that you know, we either get caught on, stuck on the 50. Yep. Mm -hmm. Moving out is good, but then just finishing drives. So I think if we could just finish some drives, Turn it into points, touchdowns, you know, field goals. I think that'll be a positive heading mm -hmm. in. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say it's the best thing, but it's, it's a positive. What well, is positive momentum? <laughs> I'll, I'll say this, and you guys aren't necessarily before we get out of here. You guys aren't necessarily in this exact situation, but not playing your best football coming down the stretch and going through a little bit of a rush, rough patch before you get into the playoffs. We have seen teams sort of get in, and then you see that potential sort of come to the, to, to the height that you expected it to, and you do go on a deep run. I say this to say, regardless of how it's looked up until this point, the fact that you guys are postseason eligible, that means anything can happen once you exactly. get in the postseason. Weren't, so, the, weren't the Giants lot, a sixth seed? Yeah, the Giants were a sixth seed. The Packers were a sixth seed. So we've seen teams yeah. sort of do it. You guys aren't going to be a sixth seed. but And matter of fact, that was before they had seven teams again in the playoffs. That was a long time ago, too. Succeed. Yeah. All right, so good luck Sunday, brother. Thank you. Uh, finish this thing up with a W. Hopefully we're talking to you next Monday as we get ready for a playoff run. 
Eagles left tackle Jordan Mylotta, everyone. Uh, and thank you to Hugh Douglas, Elliot Short Parks, hanging out here with us. We got Justin, we got Taz, and we got, yeah, you didn't think I remember, did you, Justin? Yeah, I got you this time. And my man Francisco on the wheels of steels and back at the studio, uh, Ben. I, I've been calling him Ben Vereen so long, I don't even know his real last name. I've just been calling him Ben Vereen, and we know Ben Vereen is not a producer for WIP. Uh, we got TK coming up next. Tom Kelly, he'll pour more positivity into the Delaware Valley. We can always rely on TK. Let's go, TK. Get them going. Uh, thank you to everybody down here at Chickies and Pete's. We out. Peace.